Hello and welcome everyone to the Leaders of Leader podcast. My name is Diana Daniels, YPO Greater Europe, and I am the CEO and founder of Corner Group and Tinkerlink. We're working in telecommunications, labor, and financial inclusion. And it is my pleasure to be hosting the Leader of Leaders Today podcast that is brought to you by the YPO Leadership Development Network. Today, I have an amazing guest, Lorne Basel. President and CEO of Cray Real Estate, where he and his team are creating vibrant real estate projects, particularly residential, resort, and urban mixed use developments, and that kind of plays a delivery in outstanding lifestyle experiences and bottom line financial results. Lorne, welcome. It's great to be here. Thanks. Well, Lorne calls upon his extensive real estate development experience, his knowledge and passion for master planning, people, places, as well as his extensive global network. And prior to founding Crave, Lorne was the executive vice president for IntraWest Corporation. He also is one of the founders actually from the IntraWest placemaking division, where during his tenure, he was responsible for the creation of more than 20 IntraWest resorts throughout the North America and Europe. He led Interwest Village People Commercial Teams, the Hotel Branding Division, Human Resources, and Innovation and Growth. He's graduated from the Western Ontario University, learned, earned an HBA and an MBA from the Richard Ivey School of Business. He's also a member of the Urban Land Institute and serving as Vice Chair of the Recreational Development Gold Council. He's super active at YPO, active room chair for the YPO Real Estate Network, Welcome, Lauren. I am so excited to see you here today. I see that you are actually in a working site, so welcome. I'm excited to be here, and I have to tell you before we start that one of my favorite TV shows is Modern Family, and like I feel like I'm interviewing with Gloria, so it's great to talk <laughs> to you. You see, this is, yeah, I'm a Latina, so you have to love my accent. <laughs> Listen, you and your teams have developed amazing resort and urban developments during the years, from skiing resorts like Tremblant in Quebec, up to tropical heavens like the old Bahama Bay. And I love when you say that you solve complex real estate challenges by applying human-centered approach to the planning process. So that for me is not that only a customer-centric focus, but also a big focus on the talent management, right? So in today's world, the new talent landscape is more than just changing demographics. It is completely a new approach to attract and retaining this talent while either training and upscaling or rescuing employees to be prepared for the future of work. So in your perspective, Lorne, what does leaders should strive for the develop of these diverse teams and create an inclusive environment? That's a, I, I see where you're going. That's a fantastic question. And I'll tell you that I think it's very important. So I think first understand the difference in real estate today from where it might have been 20 years ago and how much more complicated it is. So years ago, you could be a residential developer or you could be an office developer or you could be a retail developer or you could be an industrial developer. And today, when people are creating these mixed-use communities and these projects, you have to be good at residential, you have to be good at common area space, you have to be good at retail, you have to be able to match all these skills together. That means you have to have multi-talents and not just expertise in one area. And that becomes quite difficult. So you try and get people who try and put all these ideas together, and it's quite complex. Not just sort of like spiritually, but even you know from a legal point of view, a financial point of view, shared services, common area spaces, 
just to create these places is a lot more complicated. When I started in the business, I was doing industrial buildings. You bought the land, you built the building in 90 days, and you had the tenant in place, and you were done and you moved on. And when you work in a lot of these mixed-use, multi-phase communities, they last for years and years. And so they're a lot more complicated. So how do you get people that have that expertise? At the same time, because of the internet, there's a lot of big ideas out there. So very often we attend projects where people have a lot of big ideas on the wall, the post-its, the stick-ups, and they have this emotional connection to things that mean something for them. I want to create a sustainable community. I want to create a community that gives back. I want to create a community that's open for all. I have a lot of things that matter to me and they should be connected to art and to music. I have to be a sociologist, an anthropologist, and I have to be a historian at the same time. So how do you keep that same passion when those ideas hit the reality of zoning and infrastructure and financing and cost overruns and market delays and all those things? How do you keep that same flame burning while the reality of creating something complex like real estate could take 10 years? And I think the challenge is to recognize that even though people might have the ideas in your talent, you have to help them. How are you going to do that? How are you going to execute? And to recognize that a real estate developer many times was love them, leave them. I build it, I create it, I move on. But the new world is you're an operator. And you might love the idea of the farmer's market, but in five years' time, you're going to be a person who's going to, it's either going to work for you or it's going to be something going, I wish I never started it, it owns me. So I think you have to have a larger discussion with your staff and go, I'm not just looking for real estate people. I'm looking for curious people who understand that just because I have a good idea is a long way away from being being able to execute it. And I will say that, I mean, you asked the question, but the number one issue for people in our industry right now is the young talent, that next layer of talent that wants to come in and they'll have the passion, but they need to have the training and the exposure so that they don't lose that passion as the realities of developing real estate you know, occur over time. Yeah, I guess that this is a very important challenge, right? Because the, the approach that you are telling me right now is not only about like obviously maintaining or, and the issue about retaining your talent, which is mega super important, especially for the type of business that you're doing, but then also the attraction of the talent for the new generations. What tools do you believe that a good leader, yeah. and not only real estate, because that could apply for many other industries. So what, what yeah. tools are you using that prove to be successful? Well, first of all, especially relevant right now when people are figuring out how to get people to come back to work and all that stuff. So there's a lot of things people do in terms of quality of work life and, you know, getting the right people on the bus and all that stuff you hear about. And here's my my simple thoughts on this. Like I was I was with a good friend of mine the other day who has a coffee business for offices. And he told me that people are coming back and if they spent $10,000 a year on their coffee service for their office. Now they're coming back and they want to spend $100,000 a year because they want to have baristas and everybody wants to have the social place and all these wonderful perks. And you know, you're going to come to work and there'll be a fruit basket and breakfast and lunch and all that stuff. And I think that stuff's valuable. That stuff doesn't last over time. The fundamental reason people stay and become part of organization is because of this topic, because of leadership. They want to have authentic leadership. They want to have people who actually lead organizations who address the real issues. 
and they want to make sure the wrong people are off the bus. Everybody talks about getting the best people on the bus. Yeah. But what they're not talking about when you're not there is, so I just, I can't handle working with them and their silos and yeah, 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 and all that stuff. So I would say all these wonderful social benefits help and they look good at the beginning. But what I've experienced over time is that people stay and continue to stay and attract other talent because of their connection to leadership. And what does that mean? Just be a good person, be a good leader, be informed, be honest with your intentions, be vulnerable, and recognize when you've gotten yourself or your team into difficult situations. Just have a perspective you know, from the outside and say, look, I know I'm asking you to do something that does not make sense. I need you to rally around. This is where we are. And so I would say, especially in the hot hand of real estate, that there are a lot of leaders who have their teams doing things that they scratch their head when the leader's out of the room, right? they just don't get it. The reflection that you made, like people are talking about like, yes, try to get the right people on the bus, but then when, when the wrong ones are in there, you know, sometimes it's most difficult to get rid of them as well because they kind of poison your environment, right? So in that matter, Lorne, what like three takeaways that you could share with other leaders that can help in retaining the right talent, not the wrong one? Well, first of all, the best talent, and I don't know if I'm the best person to answer this because I have strategic partnerships, but here's what I've seen and what I've experienced is the best talent usually comes from people that work with you who actually have people that they know really well. So I would say that you really have to build the loyalty inside your best leadership in your group, and they will be the mouthpiece that, you know, people are going to ask them questions. So before you run around trying to get the best, you need to recognize those people are going to go ask other people close to you to get the inside information. Same way we all do our own investigation when we, when we make any decision. So I would say first, really have an honest opinion about what will your own people say about you? How do they feel about you? Number two, we make all our assumptions about what we think matters to people. And I think when you make those assumptions, it tells you more about yourself. So I think it's really important to not just generalize and stereotype about what you think the next layer of people want. I think you have to understand which button matters the most. And the third one is, I think the most compelling thing that people get excited about is the belief of what it is that you're doing. You tell somebody you're going to be part of this incredible game-changing project that's going to do something really special, you're going to attract the best talent because they like to turn around and say, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working on the Hubble telescope. Oh, I'm working on the Malahat Skywalk Tower. I'm working on things that go, wow, you're working on. And so I think you have to, you know, that can't work in all cases, but in many cases, recognize that people want to be proud about what they're doing. And so in my world, get yourself involved in exciting projects where people go, well, what are you doing? Well, I need you to come work with me, you know, in Costa Rica on a wellness retreat where we're going to partner with musicians and da, 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 and stuff like that. The great talent will follow you. This is amazing. I love it. So my friend, are you ready? Because this is the time mm -hmm. for my rapid fire questions. So you need to answer whatever comes to your mind, hopefully in one single word. Okay. I thought that's what I've been doing, but okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but this is only one word. Boom. And they are very, very easy pieces. So tea or coffee? Coffee. Ah. Morning or night? A night. Yeah. Time, love, or money? Time. Childhood career. What do you want it to be when you were a child? 
actor. Wow. What is the best career advice you ever received? Don't worry. It will work out. That's true. That's very true. Where would you like to live that you're not living right now? I live where I love to live, and it's between here in the country, Montreal, and uh, Nosara in Costa Rica. Ah, very nice. I love Costa Rica. So what was the last book you read? The Premonition by Michael Lewis. Super nice. What are you afraid of? Scuba diving inside a cave and not being able to get out. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard, of course. What keeps you awake at night? Our nine-month-old puppy. (laughs) No wonder. Very true. (laughs) And what makes you wake up? What gets you up? I get excited over, I'm a night person, stimulating conversations with partners about cool ideas that happened the night before. Well, that's that's pretty cool. I love your answers, Lorna. Thank you. This is amazing. We are super grateful for your time today. We have amazing insights from you. You know, if you really want to think about how to retain your talent, you really need to feel what you're doing. Uh, do not generalize any stereotypes and then provide purpose to your team if I got it right. That right? Yeah. And recognize the power of your own leadership. I love that one, you know, like get your leadership involved, recognize them so they will bring you actually the next layer of of your team, right? Yeah, that leadership goes deeper than the barista and the coffee. My friend, Lorne, I appreciate that you take the time out of your community work today that you were doing (laughs) at home. Thank you. We're building the community barn. Thanks for doing it this way. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, I want to invite the rest of you to please Come and join us in the next episode of Leaders of Leaders. My name is Diana Daniels, and I will be happy to be with you once more next time. Ciao. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you soon.